0: plushcarecom slash loss Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J. Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Support Wrestle Talk. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, quote the Raven: Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it. Bruh. But you really should support Russell Talk, and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ali told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ali, support Luke, support Russell Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Russell Talk. Oh, better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello
1: and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by. Chachapique <singing> nel Chu 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 chopper, chopper. What intro is he gonna have as his catchphrase on this show review?
2: Chop of the morning to you. Hey, I did it. Everyone's happy. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. You? Yeah, I'm still right.
1: hungover from the week. That is the problem. <laughs> Had <laughs> I uh, had to. Well, I tried to go home early yesterday. You did, but you it, failed. Yeah, I wanted to go home at two, but I you went wanted home to go home at, at midday. Five. Let's be real. Yeah. It was, it was tough. It was tough, as everyone knows. It was the Golden Mile, my friend's annual pub crawl to celebrate the release of the World's End seven years ago. This is the seventh year, and I said I was going to do all twelve pints in twelve pubs, each with a strict time limit, and only do Guinness. And I did it. That's horrible. And I did it. And it was the easiest year I've had. I've only completed it once before, mm-hmm. but that had a lot of
2: ups and downs? Uh more ups, you know? <laughs> you know, like more like throwing ups. Throwing ups, ups. yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: But this one I kept it all down. It was a new rule that was being enforced
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you couldn't have any of the liquids that entered your body come out the same way. Oh wow, okay. Until one minute after finishing your final pint. <laughs> and you stuck to it. Oh uh, until I was on the tube home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well at least that's a minute after you finished. It was that's fine. it was a
1: long time after I finished. Yeah. But I just ah oh, just there was something about the way that tube was moving. Mm-hmm. I think it was going side the side it was a it was a wonky tube. Yeah. Uh the subway, as the Yanks call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something went wrong there. But it was, it was a great day, uh, but I'm paying for it. I think there is a yeah. fun tax, isn't there? If you have so much fun, you don't feel happy again for three days because you've used up all the
2: fun. I, sure. I'm sure that's what they try to sell you with alcohol companies. They'd be like, just you drink our stuff and you have fun. That's what it is. Yeah. And no, I'm not no downsides. It.
1: I'm not glorifying it. No, totally not. Well, there were loads of downsides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, immediately upon getting back home. <laughs> Are you going to tell that story on the podcast? I've got a new carpet. We got a new carpet installed a couple of weeks ago. And this is just a once a year thing for me to to drink 12 pints in a 10 hour time limit. And uh, yeah, all that, the, the, the few bits of sick on myself I had on the tube, mm-hmm. which was a little amount, uh, but you know, Enough to make me feel shame, shamed. Absolutely. Then, uh, as soon as I got through the door, my mind must have just thought, yes, I can do it anywhere here. And my struggling girlfriend threw herself beneath me. <laughs> to stop the carpet. She saved the carpet. She sacrificed her own hands and pyjamas.
2: It's just so horrible. It's horrible. And then she showered
1: me like a baby. My God. In in the bath. You
2: are blessed.
1: You know that. The next day and she's not angry with me. How? I know. Well, you know, I'm cute. (laughs) At the end of the day, I'm a little cutie pie.
2: You can't do bad things and then not have consequences. But that's what's happened. That's what's
1: happened, Pete. Yeah. There's no consequences to my actions is what I've found out. Uh huh. So I don't know what I'm gonna do next. <laughs> Just do it again next week. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, it. Was a spectacular day though, mm. but one that I cannot take more than once a year.
2: For sure. Mm. So what was your your weekend? You had some oh, fun I had stuff. some fun. Yeah. So it was a. Uh, a family member of my lady partner's, uh, it was a baby shower that we had to go to. It wasn't really a baby shower. Raining babies. Of, it was more of a barbecue that family was invited to because of a baby. You it barbecued was, a baby? We didn't barbecue a baby. It was a barbecue celebrating the fact that this lady was pregnant. So sort oh, of a baby okay. shower, but not, but not quite.
1: Sorry, I don't really know what a baby... I've heard it in a lot of yeah. American sitcoms because it's not really a thing over here. Yeah, not as Like, much. proms never used to be a thing, but mm-hmm. now they're everywhere yeah. in the UK. So a baby shower mm-hmm. is when the baby is still inside the oh, human.
2: Oh, yes, very much so, right. yes. So she is... I think she's due in September, so it's quite late on in the pregnancy cycle, but this is when it's like, hey, come give me presents, essentially. it's essentially what baby showers are.
1: And you give the mum presents or you yes. give, like, like baby presents? You
2: can do either. So it's either stuff for, like, for the mother or for the, for the kid or for both of them. Yeah, we actually did give Ooh. it. Not a bottle of wine. Not alcoholic wine. Oh, So okay. she could actually yeah, drink it. That's good. Which was cool. So um, it's a
1: fruit juice. Yeah, He's got a, a carton of grape juice.
2: <laughs> yes, that was exactly it. Um, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of uh, family tension. You know how families can be.
1: This is interesting, Pete. Have you ever... Because this is now a matter of public record. Uh Uh-huh. When you talk about this. Yes. Does your lady partner listen to this show? No. Not at all. But what if she does? (laughs) What if someone tweets her? She'll know. "Yeah." Yeah.
2: She'll know. There was a lot of family tension. She knows that.
1: Look, I cleared with my girlfriend... Yeah, That I can talk about vomit. On it. <laughs> I have not cleared anything. <laughs> I just anything don't know if I cleared it. it. It's, it's, I you know, haven't. I haven't at all. Cleared in the early this with podcasting it. days, these are conversations yeah. that need to be had. Well,
2: I'm not going to divulge any deep secrets. I'm not right. going to name names or anything. Like There's, all the affairs you told me about. Of course. Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those things that happened. Um, but yeah, there was. Mainly a, with you. There was, of course, yeah. I just can't stop myself. Um, <laughs> there was uh, a lot of family tension. A lot of family members don't see eye to eye um and all of them were there which is makes for you know a great recipe um and alongside people drinking alcohol you know absolutely none of that anger came out it was a great time loosens the lips Mm, it does a little bit Mm. so and i was there you know just sitting there minding my own business a lot of the time because i'm not really part of that family yet officially because i'm just kind of you know my lady partner's plus one rather than you know Fully integrated, but so. you've been
1: going out for a um, couple of months by now.
2: <laughs> Just over three years. Yeah, okay. So you But been like, to... I, I've met this side of the family once before. Right. I also, think. did anyone mistake you for a baby? No. For the baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's I do have a baby's beard. baby a giant beard. <laughs> someone did. Someone did say actually, who only saw me last time because the last time they saw me, I had hair, mm. and this time obviously I don't. Uh, one person did say, oh, I didn't recognize you. And I was like, oh, yeah, because of the hair. I was thinking, oh, because of the hair. And she goes, yeah, you've put on some muscle since then. I was like, have Damn. I? Have I? Yeah. I feel like the opposite has happened, but sure. Yeah, thanks. It was really weird. Um, but it was good, though, because my lady humble partner's... Brag. Yeah, humble brag. <laughs> my, uh, my lady partner's parents were there, who I haven't seen in ages since yeah. we moved down to London. So that was nice to see them again. It was a, It was fine until a little bit later on when you know people started talking yeah. yeah um but aside from that it was fine it, it was a good time there was like there was a paddling pool for all the kids that were there and things like that they had like a treasure hunt going on they had to go and find like these little ducks around the garden if they did they got little prizes and stuff it was it was fine it was fine
1: i haven't got to that stage in my life yet where mm. kids are involved at parties yeah well i it, don't know what i'd do
2: mm, it's not
1: just cuz it's I mean I'm sure it's really nice and rewarding but I I just want to sit in the corner and well, chat to my own friends. Yeah,
2: that that's generally what we did because they had at one end of the the garden they had the paddling pool and they had almost like uh almost like a fence. It was kind of like a a canvas thing that they set up and then on the other side of that was where all the adults were with the barbecue and the food and the alcohol. So we said, "Kids go over there, we'll stay over here far away from the water." So we don't get wet and all that stuff, and then you guys go have fun, and we'll have our own fun over here. And it, w- it worked out pretty well. Was there was a bouncer
1: fine. with like a red velvet? There should have been rope between the two sides. Definitely
2: should have been because there were water guns involved mm. and children.
1: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. When there's
2: some an element of play there, where yeah. you
1: can you know alpha them.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't have the water guns though. No. They did. So. Yeah, but
1: it's a bit one-sided. If it comes down to it, you you could probably take four
2: children. In a fist fight. I don't know. I don't know. These children are, you know, they're taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it was a good time though. Um, but I would rather not do it again. Cool. If possible. Well, it's a fun weekend.
1: Well, on that fun, cheery note mm. of Pete never wanting kids. Sounds like... Yep. <laughs> Let's get on with the, the Raw review. It feels weird, me doing this intro throw. I mean,
2: do you want so me to do it instead?
1: Just, yeah, we'll just stop talking and then it'll happen. Samoa Joe might be a baby
0: face.
1: There was the second of Roman Reigns' huge SummerSlam programme build. It has only really happened in the last six days. Of course, we had the final segment of last week's SmackDown where Roman's going to announce his SummerSlam opponent to Kayla Braxton, but some set, some like rigging is pushed over on him, and he is actually quite fine. But emotionally and physically, fiz- like. In his head, he seems shook up. Here, Samoa Joe called him out because everyone's been blaming Samoa Joe for that, because that's sort of been the red herring story they've been telling. Joe and Reigns have been feuding for the last couple of weeks, even though Roman has beaten Joe clean, kind of nullifying that feud and taking all the drama out of it. Joe called out Reigns to come and apologise to him, but because Roman doesn't turn up until the last 45 minutes of any show these days... Joe has to go outside to the parking lot to wait for Roman to arrive in his rental car. Roman gets out of the car and in a very well done bit of cutting, a car from out of nowhere crashes into the side of it, which kind of pushes Roman back inside the car and it spins around and then the car drives off.
2: It looked really cool, yeah. honestly, because it was so quick. From Roman gets out of his car and is standing by his door, and he's kind of him and Joe are kind of mouthing back and forth, and then out of nowhere, Roman just turns around, dives back inside the car, and then suddenly, boom! There's a car hitting him. I was like, did he actually? Just, they just hit the car like that's yeah. kind of dangerous if they just did it like that. I, I re round
1: it and was like, surely that was done live? Yeah, because it was the,
2: the cut was so seamless, I couldn't see the edit. Exactly. Yeah, it it was really well done. Mm. We, we don't often. Praise the cinematography, especially after SmackDown's angle with the camera on the scaffolding as it came down. Fools. But this one was done very, very well. Like, this would have been ruined if they had a camera inside the car, for example. That would be comparable. But they didn't do it this time. They learnt, and they did it better.
1: Less is more Mm. in this example, because, like you said, last week's angle at the end of SmackDown didn't just have the camera up on the rigging, which kind of gave the game away anyway.
0: It also had about
1: seven other camera <laughs> angles that they cut to here and there. Here's one by the feet. Here's just one randomly of Roman looking fine yeah. underneath the set that had fallen on him. So this was just just two angles that almost seemed like the same angle uh, in terms of camera, not wrestling not angles. But where this got, so that's, that was a very well executed stunt. Mm. But what leveled this whole thing up is Samoa Joe, who opened the show, opened Raw, yelling at Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young by standing on top of the commentary desk, interrupting
2: the intro sequence for Raw, which I haven't seen in months. I haven't seen in ages. Yeah, it looked really cool. It took me completely by surprise. and I was like, have I skipped a bit of this show or something? I had to like rewind a bit and I was like, is this right? Went back and it was literally cut straight from the intro feed to Joe standing on a table screaming at the commentary team. I was like, this is cool.
1: Yeah. I like it. So Joe's been angry all night and then he sort of says, I'm not going to let Raw carry on. I'm shutting down Raw from here. Puts a chair in the middle of the ring and that's when someone says, oh, Roman's arriving backstage and this whole angle takes place. But Joe, when this Samo- Samoa Joe, that is, mm. not Joe Anowai, not, Roman Not Reigns. Samoan Joe, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Although Samoa Joe is also... It is also Samoan Joe. Samoan Joe. After the car hits Roman's car and Roman's discombobulated discombobulated (laughs) Samoa Joe goes into like protective mode and just like starts shouting at Roman stay down stay down and initially I thought is he telling Roman off like stay down mother effer yeah But it wasn't, it was like out of a place of concern. Stay down, and then he starts, you know, like don't move your neck or anything, you could have whiplash. And then he starts screaming, we need a medic.
2: Medic!
1: Mm. And all that stuff. And I thought, what a lovely way to make this more real. And you sort of, you you get past the wrestling angle of it, and it's, yeah.
2: And it really develops Joe's character as well, Mm. because what we've seen of Joe is that he's some heartless, ruthless killer, pretty much since his main roster call-up. He's just a guy who targets people's families, and he's a guy that has no limits, and he'll do whatever he can to win championships, and then he'll get rolled up and get angry afterwards. But this, he's an actual character, and he's like he has his limits of what he can do in order to win. (laughs) He'll bend the rules, and he'll do whatever he wants to do in order to win, but he won't try and run someone over, which I guess is a a nice limit to have. He'll knock you know. on their family's house. Oh yeah. He'll
1: he'll sort of purve over AJ Styles' wife Wendy.
2: That's fine. But
1: yeah. he won't he won't hit a guy with a car. No. That's which funnily enough is more than you can say for Roman Reigns. That's because true. Because he drove a truck into Braun Strowman once. Yeah, at great balls of fire. It was great. So consistency isn't really the strong suit here. But in this moment, I don't really care about that because it was was executed so well. And like you said, Joe's character just feels suddenly very, very compelling. And the report is that this mystery attacker of Roman is Daniel Bryan. Of course, Daniel Bryan has Rowan as a tag partner. They recently lost the SmackDown tag belts at the last pay-per-view. So one of the bits of speculation is that it could be Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe, so
2: Samoa Joe turns babyface to take on Brian and Rowan. I would be so down for that because honestly, we've not seen babyface Samoa Joe on the main roster not since his time in NXT when he became super ultra mega heel after his initial babyface mm. run. I love babyface Samoa Joe. I think he's fantastic. Some of his offense when he really gets going, oh, when he yeah. has like a hot tag or like a flurry of offense. His offense is next to next to none it is so good and it gets the crowd so excited there's stuff when he does like the uranagi out the corner and the senton and the spinning kick and all sorts of dives to the outside he's got an amazing babyface moveset on him and he has to kind of hold himself back when he's being a heel because he's got to take it slow and be methodical and things like that and yeah he's really good at it but he's an amazing babyface as well and i think that'll be such a nice change of pace for the main roster for joe yeah because let's be honest
1: it hasn't been the best time for joe and It's saying something for the man's talent, uh, where he is. Like, I never feel like Joe has flattened out or you can't just suddenly pop him into a WWE title feud or, you know, the match against Brock Lesnar. That caught fire. It turned business around that year, really. So much so, we got that really good four-way SummerSlam match. That was meant to be Brock versus Roman, just in a singles. But because Joe got hot, they rightfully went with his momentum. So the... But... But mostly, he has been badly booked. He's hardly won anything. The United States title run from this year was just an absolute botch fest. Mm-hmm. He didn't even win it clean or like he didn't lose it clean. It was a mess. So, mostly, he's been very ineffectively booked. But when you turn someone babyface, and this is, if they're doing that, this is a very sort of smart, psychologically complete way of doing it. It's, really quite engaging, Mm -hmm. then that could sort of wipe all those bad memories away.
2: Exactly. And there was a WWE.com exclusive Mm. interview uh, where he was being interviewed backstage and someone said, hey, Joe, you were were close with this whole accident. What's your take on it? And he was saying, look, that's something else. I, I know that I bend the rules in order to do and get what I want, but that is taking it to another level. And he said, you better hope. That Roman finds them before I find them The person that did this And I was like whoa okay So like Joe's really actually been affected by this And he wants revenge on the person that did this to Roman Which again leads into potentially Joe and Roman versus Brian and Roman If that's the way they're going mm. Are you more excited about that match? Because I
1: I was very into Brian versus Reigns When that was first reported last week As the identity of Reigns attacker mm-hmm. But now that this whole Samoa Joe element's been added that's the match I want.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's hard to say because I'm more excited to have Joe and Reigns team up against Brian for sure. The inclusion of Rowan, not so much. Yeah. I don't rate him too highly, but I think the addition of Joe is worth more than the con of having Rowan join, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah. So yeah, I, I am more excited for that match if that does end up being the one that happens at SummerSlam. Let's we'll see on SmackDown tonight, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess Joe doesn't have anything to do at SummerSlam. That's a, The problem is You wouldn't really want Either team to lose You don't really want Brian and Rowan to lose On their first These are the heights We've never been to before Escapade And you don't want The two Joes to lose either Because they're a new team as well I guess you could do Some sort of heelish Cheating finish And extend the feud Uh, But I, I don't know I just A lot of things feel Very Paul Heyman At the moment And that Just the focus On Samoa Joe Potentially teaming With Roman Reigns
2: that, to me, just feels heyman Very Heyman-y. Mm. I think Joe is very much a Paul Heyman kind of guy. Yeah. For sure. And I think, yeah, Heyman might be trying to protect Joe and push Joe a little bit more, maybe as a babyface, because he's, he'll run hasn't been too great on the main roster. One thing I will say, though, if this all turns out to be a, a ruse by Samoa Joe, I am going to be so annoyed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of dumb with so, I So it's like, oh, you got us, yeah, but, like, what for? What's 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 the payoff to this? Because oh, yeah, because it, yeah, it totally, I could totally see them doing. This was all Samoa Joe's plan. <sighs> he he got him right, and he's just paid off random people to like lower the scaffolding and run him over in a car. Yeah, it'll be really bad, basically. Uh,
0: dig, dig, diggity, dig, diggity Hold up.
1: for our $25 a month or more pledge, Amazon Patreon. If you go over to our Patreon page now, you can join in with the Wrestle League, which culminates this Sunday on uh, uh, SummerSlam. I nearly said Survivor Series. That's what it's all about, folks. It's the Wrestle League trophy emoji trophy. trophy. There we go. Had to get that right in
2: my Got head. Got that one, yeah. Uh,
1: so at the moment, our own Randy Andy Datsun is in the overall leaderboard. But yeah, go over there, five dollars a month or more, and you can you can start season three at SummerSlam on Sunday as well, which will go
3: through till Survivor Series.
1: But thank you, Paulie, dangerously Jarman. Woo! Yes, the craftsman.
3: <laughs> Ollie, better read this one. Uh,
1: I'll I'll do this one. Um, hundred dollar man,
2: C D Hover. Woo! Woo! Yeah!
3: El siguiente top model de Gran Bretaña, Phil Stopford. Nice.
2: Well, yes, well read.
1: Um, the fan, John Cena. Bloom,
2: teddy bear. Bloom teddy yeah. bear. that's his name.
3: Uh, the castle run, DX Solo. Oh Whey. yeah. The mayor of Paynesville, Dan. Dan, Dan, Dan. 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 the Rocket,
1: Dan Van Sky. Woo! Yes. yes. Ben. Hey now, you're
3: a rock star. Haley. Well, hey, hey! Hey now. He's no jackass. Dano. Oh, no The Beast. Brock.
2: Taylor. wrestle yeah, yeah. WrestleTalks personal
3: ring announcer. Rodrigo Benitez! Yeah! And finally, it's Astounding Abdullah Alanesi! Yes. Thank
1: you all so much for donating. Dick, dick, diggity, dick, diggity dick, dick, diggity, Let's go over to your super chats with Randy Annie Datson to find out.
3: Yes, we will. Uh, we will start <laughs> off with Jonathan Hedman who says, "Hello, and the risk of being late to the party last night with a low crowd vibe except for legends, are the majority of WWE fans now just WWE fans and not wrestling fans?" I wouldn't say the large
1: majority because well, you know, we're re- I would say we're wrestling fans, but there is a site there always has been a very sizable contingent of viewers who just watch WWE.
2: I would say those that attend live events and live shows generally I would say would be WWE fans because I think a lot of wrestling fans would prefer other things like AEW New Japan or whatever and they'll they'll watch what they enjoy more. Um but I th- I think there are still some wrestling fans who would very much go to a WWE show. So yeah. I, I don't know it might be the majority but I don't think it would be a majority
3: by much. Inspector Chadwick says Hey chap, shout out for my cat Tally Who died on Sunday Feeling pretty sad So trying to cheer myself up By having a lovely time with the boys Well, Well, hopefully it helps Yeah, get over Tally To Mm. Tally to talent. To talent. What a cat. This, this a show is dedicated. To toast. Uh, Van Thomas says, uh Roman is still shooting Fast and Furious on WWE TV. <laughs> it's good. Is that he, why he's late? He was
2: in
1: oh, Hobbs of course the cars. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that is good. Oh!
2: That's a good joke, a and good I didn't put it in my and review. You didn't do it in your review, mate. <sighs>
3: well, Thank you, Van Thomas. Um mm. Matthew Burledge says, Off topic. Ollie, did you see Kurt Angle explain his retirement match? Basically, he wanted to retire at WrestleMania. Vince said, okay, but you still have to face Baron Corbin.
2: <laughs> Great. Yes, that sounds yeah, like Vince. Yeah, what, that what one. a
1: fun memory that is. Mm-hmm. My favorite ever wrestler mm. and how he
2: went out. Well, don't worry. He can come back as special guest referee. That did not
3: fit him either. Mm. It was is really weird. They, do, they usually do. Uh, BallsBlazab88 says, got my tickets. For AEW in D.C. It'll be my first show since 2002. Wow. Yippee wow. Skippy!
1: Well, there you go. That's, That's the last
3: fan market that AEW are trying to go for. Absolutely. Nailed it. Really yeah. do and they're announcing the locations Exciting. for show two and three, probably about 5 p.m. UK time today. Nice. So check that out. Um, Steve Winyard says, What about a Samoan stable with Joe, Roman, and the Usos?
1: Yeah, I yeah. think that's where my mind went as well. But yeah, eventually they can have an association, but I, do, I want this sort of two-man mm-hmm. power trip of Joe and Joe.
2: Imagine how much that would elevate a tag division if you've got mm. Roman Reigns and Samoa oh, Joe yeah, as the tag champs wow. against like the OC or like the New Day. Because wow. I mean, there's no wildcard rule, so acts can go basically anywhere now. So imagine just like, yeah, Roman and Joe versus the OC versus New Day versus Brian and Rowan versus... The t- heavy yeah, machinery. Yeah. I don't know. Not, not <laughs> for long,
3: though. You know they they are stopping the wild card rule and to, yes, and reintroducing yeah. the brands. But uh, an extension of the previous question from Flame Inc Live says, "Hi, you guys, help me get through my 7 a.m. shift. You guys rock. Could we see a Samoan faction with Roman, Smojo, Usos, Tamina, all managed by The Rock? I think that would probably jump the shark.
2: Yes." Don't put Tamina in it, for starters. <laughs> don't put Tamina because in it's Because it's Tamina. Um, yeah. But also, I, I wouldn't want it to be managed by The Rock either.
3: He'd overshadow them all. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last one for now, will do the rest later, is Wilson Simons, who says, Seth seemed more stupid than brave. By the way, I've been trying to get into indie wrestling, but I don't know what to watch. I love NXT, false finishes, lots of finishes, and storytelling. Where can I get more of that?
2: Ooh. Well, <laughs> where are you in the world? Because that that changes things. Yeah. Uh,
3: dollars, so uh, America.
2: Well, there's lots of wrestling in America.
1: Yeah, it's always good to, I guess, but the easiest thing to do is get on a streaming service. Yes. Uh, indie. It depends what you mean by indie wrestling, because NXT indie wrestling is sort of a business practice in that you are an independent company, but mm. it's also become a style, much like how indie music spun out of independent music. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like, for what you just said, class in NXT is indie, New Japan would probably class mm-hmm. as indie. So go and watch a lot of the G1. Yeah. Sign up to New Japan World.
2: If Yeah, if you like that kind of style, New Japan for sure, Um, I'd say... Oh, I just had one in my head and now I've forgotten it. RevPro and his an extension of oh, that. Yeah. Progress.
1: But RevPro don't really have stories. They just have very, yeah. very good matches. Uh, Progress I, I, have great stories.
2: Yeah, I, I guess it depends if you're looking for kind of just in-ring stuff or... Full full promotions to watch
1: Let's get on with the full review of Raw There was a memoriam part at the start To honour those who lost their lives over the weekend And then they had the Samoa Joe thing as well mm-hmm. Where was, he interrupted the intro credits
2: Really loved him shouting over Michael Cole That was one of my favourite things And then the interruptions
1: weren't going to stop there because Becky Lynch then interrupted Samoa Joe. Okay,
2: this really confused me because from what I got from Joe's promo, now that I might be wrong in this, from what I got from Joe's promo, he was saying, I'm going to shut down Raw until Roman comes and gives me an apology. Yes. And he said, whenever Roman comes out, Raw's getting shut down and I'm waiting for that apology. No one's going to do anything. Becky Lynch's music hits. And I was like, oh, Becky Lynch interrupting Samoa Joe. That's cool. The following match is scheduled for... Wait, what? No, but where's Joe gone? He's just said that he's going to shut down Raw. And yeah. then they just had a, a women's match. And I was like, huh, it's a bit
1: weird. Well, he was going to shut it down in two hours time. Yeah. Yeah, you so just it, didn't hear that bit. Eventually, off
2: when Roman comes out at some point in the show, then I'll come back and then I'll shut down Raw. One of the funniest
1: things in this part... I really liked... I didn't mind it, actually. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is a bit weird for Joe to start shouting that and Becky Lynch to just come out yeah, and that whole bit be ignored until later on. But Samoa Joe is yelling at Michael Cole, why are you saying this? Why are you accusing me? And Michael Cole just answers. First off, says... We're live in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Pittsburgh,
0: Pittsburgh,
1: (laughs) Don't antagonise the guy. It's Samoa Joe. And he was like, well, actually, Samoa Joe, we did a poll on (laughs) WWE.com and 80% of people think it was you. I I thought Joe was just going to leap over the desk and choke him out and no more coal for the rest of the show.
2: That would have been great. That would have been good. But... I think his response might have been better than that, which was, well, I just took a poll and I think 80% of people are idiots. Yeah, yeah. It's great, yeah. just take a poll on this desk. He's so good at promos. So Becky Lynch comes
1: out and uh, it was announced earlier in the day that it will be a submission match between her and Natalia because Mm. why actually have that unfold on TV as a hot go home angle? Of course. Especially with how this match ended. I liked this match. I liked it because it was an interesting way to do a go home show. With these four people combined. Because Becky Lynch tagged with Charlotte, of all people. Weird. They hate each other. Yeah. And that dynamic was really fun to see on the corner. So it was a babyface heel there. And then you had Natalia and Trish on the other side. Trish Stratus, who never got involved.
2: No, didn't take a single bump. No. But uh, Natalia was kind of healing it up there. So you had two babyface heel teams. It was so strange because... Natalia got worked over for most of this match by Charlotte, Mm. eliciting a babyface response from the crowd. She's the babyface in this. And then later on in the match, after, you know, various moves and such, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Becky uh, tags herself back in on Charlotte because Charlotte did a a blind tag to Becky earlier, which was kind of heel face dynamics that you were talking about. And then later on, Becky tags herself back in on Charlotte. Charlotte gets annoyed, drags down Becky to the mat and then walks off and just says, well, 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 I'm not going to tag anymore. And then Natalia suddenly goes full heel and then just locks in a sharpshooter on Becky. Becky scrambles to the ropes with some great selling on her part, yeah. grabs the ropes, but then Natalia doesn't let go. Goes to the five count, ref calls for the DQ, and then Natalia pulls it back into the center of the ring again and just carries on. And I was like, huh, that, hmm. Hmm. I didn't know how to feel about it because I was like, I've just been rooting for you as a baby face and now you're going all heel on me. It was a bit weird. I
1: liked it. I I thought it was shades of grey in these characters. I Mm. thought it was quite smart storytelling because I didn't see it as Natalia's a heel here. I saw it as Natalia is just being a bit badass for a change because God knows she doesn't really work as an out-and-out baby face or an out-and-out heel. No, She doesn't. you know, she she's a problematic character and unfortunately she is quite wooden as a performer. Very good in ring wrestler, which is why I'm looking forward to her match with Lynch on at SummerSlam. But yeah, I just this, this was a nice way to not beat anyone properly and have everyone like build
2: the drama for this weekend. Oh. I I guess. You carry on talking
1: nice. while I fix that.
2: Yep. Um I I guess so. I I just felt a little bit more Confused by the end of it than I was, like, oh, can't wait for Sunday. Hmm. That's partially my own fault because it's a submission match and I was forgot that there's no DQs in submission matches, which means rope breaks don't count in theory. Whether they actually enforce that rule or not on Sunday yeah. remains to be The whole seen. match will be built around reaching <laughs> for the rope. <laughs> yeah. But so I was like, well, you've just lost yourself a tag match for no reason. But I guess she's trying to do more damage to Lynch yeah. before Sunday, which is fine, but. I don't know. I just felt a little bit anticlimactic by the end of it. It was fine.
1: Like you said, Lynch really sold her she legs did. as well.
2: Why does she sell her legs?
0: Sharp don't back. hurt your legs.
1: It's lower back. It could. it could. With the knees. It's just your back, though. Maybe <laughs> she she's very inflexible. Yeah, maybe. Burning the quads. <laughs> uh, well, whatever happened, whatever you feel about the finish it went through ad breaks it got it a did. decent amount of time yes it did it it was allowed to breathe as a match i just the, the pacing since last week's episode of raw has just been a joy to watch i know it's it's like what a low bar wwe have set themselves well done you can adequately pace a wrestling match <laughs> on your wrestling show but i'm just i'm in dreamland right now mm. i'm watching something that's watchable as its base point wow Whereas when it got to Watchable, that was like a well-done raw. So I, yeah. And then we went into another wrestling match, which was terrific.
2: <sighs> Rey Mysterio
1: versus Andrade. I
2: mean, can these two put on a match that's bad? I don't, I don't think, think it's in so, them. Though. I don't think they can. This was phenomenal stuff. And again, this went through ad breaks. Hmm. Fantastic. Uh, Ray ke- at the very start of the match Ray was trying to get a quick win Just by continually trying to hit 619's And every time Andrade would just get up And just like knee him or like elbow him or whatever it was Just to stop him which was a really nice way to do it Ray hit an amazing spot that I haven't seen I don't know whether he's done it before and I've missed it But slid through the bottom of the rope And then goes into a sunset powerbomb Straight away into the barricade and Andrade That was awesome That was yeah. so cool Such a great spot And Mysterio and Andrade both look amazing Um, and I love when we came back after the ad break as well top line from Michael Cole Uh, we want to show you vintage Rey Mysterio before the commercial break he really grates on me this week it's like a a set phrase Yeah. it's like an actual object we want to show you vintage Rey Mysterio (laughs) it is this thing that we must show you Um, but yeah there was a a sunset bomb in the ring there was the awesome back elbow Mm. from Andrade that looks amazing Uh, there was the stomp like the Del Rio stomp that didn't look too contrived which is always good. Uh, Mysterio went for a springboard moonsault and Andrade just caught him flawlessly. And then Mysterio counters that into a crucifix private. It was so good. So much ingenuity and things that I haven't seen from the two of them, even though they've done like five matches now. And then they keep going back and forth, back and forth. And there were so many near falls at the end of this match. Oh my and God, I bought yeah. into every single one of them. Yeah, it was amazing. the
1: crowd. Yeah. Because they were given that time to build up the false finishes. And it... That- because they got so much time and they looked so great within it, they neither guy looked bad in, in at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Andrade looked great, even though Zelina Vega won it for him. Behind the referee's back, she sort of dropped Ray's neck over the top rope. And Ray, you know, he, he put in a great match and only lost it because Vega interfered, really. So this was fantastic booking. And Andrade has gone over Ray Mysterio two weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. Ray does not look any badder for it, any worse for it, because he'd already wrestled a match in the gauntlet one last week. And Andrade looks amazing. Yeah.
2: 100% booking, Pete. No 50-50. What is this? This is a, a new era, finally. <laughs>
1: this was great. I really really enjoyed it. It was probably, apart from the Joe stuff, the be- the most enjoyable segment Very of much Raw. so, I'd say so. And I yeah. liked the whole episode. I, I thought this match was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the maria and mike canellis this is earlier today at 2 p.m. which kind of annoyed me mm-hmm. because last week when maria won the 24/7 title and she walked through the backstage area she she said she had an obgyn a gynecologist appointment yeah on thursday <sighs> so maybe she she already
2: had mm. that and this was a follow up to that one possibly yeah i mean it didn't bother me, so... I, it was a small thing. Yeah, we, small we each thing. have our nitpicks. I did it earlier. You've got yours here.
1: I think yours was a bit more justified the <laughs> heel-baby face rolls of things. <laughs> but
2: they said Thursday. <laughs> uh,
1: but this, it happened earlier today at 2pm, and Mike takes Maria into the table place where you lay on a table... <laughs> I'm uncomfortable because I'm, I'm talking about a woman's intimate partner. Talking about a
2: gynecologist yeah. in pregnancy.
1: And Mike hugs her out of comfort and love, but what he's really doing is pinning her. Mm-hmm. The gynecologist is actually the female referee, and she counts the pin, and Mike's the champion. Mike walks into the waiting room. Our truth is there in a disguise. He wins.
2: He's the champion. The initial Mike bit. Got a chuckle out of me. Yeah. I thought that was a very funny spot. Our um, truth coming in with it? Not so much. I know. I just feel like we'd already peaked yeah. with the truth stuff. Not that the truth stuff
1: got tired, but I was over it. Yeah. I don't really want to go back there. Plus, I, I thought there was a lot of mileage that they, they've now potentially scuppered in having Maria as this untouchable champion.
2: Yeah. I, I think this would have been better a couple months down the line. With yeah. Maria, Maria being untouchable and then just saying, well, we've got an update from Maria, who we've not seen in a while. She had a gynecologist appointment the other day. And then they have this segment with Mike winning the title and then he's holding it for a little bit. Sure, he could lose it on Raw or whatever. But I think that would be a much better use of it. And also, I think it would have been better just to have Mike, if we were going to have Maria lose it now, just have Mike win it and then keep him as the champion for the next show. Yeah. To have him win it and then lose it immediately. Sure, it's going to add to this whole Maria Mike storyline because Maria is going to be really upset with him because not only did she lose the title, he lost the title as well. So now they're going to have to get it back again. It's just, its just not fun. I don't yeah. like
1: it. <laughs> I mean, maybe the the fault's with us because we're looking for long-term storytelling. That's true. For a division that is all about quick title changes mm. week to week. I just There was a lot of stuff they could have done here and maybe they've got some really good ideas. But right now, it wasn't even that funny. I no. thought as, as an overall segment. Uh, then we got a Becky Lynch promo backstage talking to Mean Charlie Caruso, mm. and she got a really good fiery promo on Natalia. You're Forgetting
2: real quick, the amazing segue from Charlie Caruso. Oh. <laughs> what did she say? Oh, I, I can't believe we have just seen the twenty four seven championship change change hands at the whatever the abbreviation was G C N B, whatever it is. <laughs> and now Becky Lynch. It was. Yeah. What? Sure.
1: I I I don't know why they have to tell me what I just saw. <laughs>
2: no. we literally at this
1: time just seen it. Is Becky Lynch? Yeah. That's all they have to do. Or just say Becky Lynch has a match this weekend. Uh, here she is to talk about it. Yeah. Flawless. Reference the thing this Sunday that you're trying to sell. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Becky got a really good promo on Natalia. I thought making fun of Natalia's Instagram, which is stupid.
2: Have you been on her Instagram? No.
1: She she pulls the the, the duck facey thing.
2: Oh yeah. Pouting.
1: Yeah, all the time. It is a bit silly. And then Natalia. I did appreciate this, though. Mm -hmm. Natalia spoke to not Renee Young in a different location Mm -hmm. and did her best, given an emotional performance.
2: Yeah, it was fine. But she did say that she was going to end Becky Lynch's career, which I think is a little bit excessive. Yeah. Possibly.
1: Well, she's going to drive in in a car, (laughs) smush her up against the ring post. Okay, here's, here's probably... The limpest part of Raw yeah, I would say This isn't great I didn't hate it I was just a little bit I, I don't I don't think What they were trying to achieve They they managed no. By the end of
2: it No not at all
1: So Brock Lesnar <laughs> And Paul Heyman Come out To talk about Seth Rollins And that awful F5 Onto the stretcher Last week
2: Still looks great Yeah it, it, it Horrid A yeah. horrid kind of yeah. great
1: And Heyman They replayed it in slow-mo So many times And Heyman says That Seth's You know He's meant to be the guy Who beats Brock So let's see what his big plan is And Seth's music hits And it it holds for a bit And I thought, "Ah, okay, he's the architect He's got a plan He's not going to come out now Mm -hmm. This is going to be the big end hook to the show Whatever Seth's big plan is Mm -hmm. But then he just hobbles out in Some stupid selling Yeah, He looked like a zombie He was dragging one foot behind him
2: (laughs) Didn't quite work. He's taken some spinal damage, you know, so his nerves are all messed up, so he can't quite... He comes out as Quasimodo
1: in a (laughs) chair. And and he limps down to the the ring. And I I thought, okay, well, this is such, obviously, bad selling. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a ruse.
2: Yeah. He's going to stand up straight all of a sudden. Boof, boof, boof. There's his his bit. Yeah, but that didn't happen. No, he just kind of came down in... Civilian clothes, I might add, not in wrestling gear at all. <laughs> uh, came down with the chair dragging behind him, got in the ring, and then immediately went for a chair shot. And Lesnar just kicked him in the stomach and went, Nope. Yeah. No, I'm not having that. And then he just beat him up. Kind of the same as last week, though not as gruesome. He just mm. kind of beat him up a bit, did some suplexes, did some punches and some kicks. Anytime Rollins tried to get up, just a little boop, back down boop. again. It was something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like,
1: you kind of want to go into the pay-per-view with the most drama and tension. And that was definitely the end of last week's show. That angle was very good. This one was not even in the same league. So just switch them around. It's, it's quite an easy way. Uh, but the Brock then leaves. Seth's torso is all taped up and he's he gets given a microphone. And he cuts a promo about you know, I was thinking maybe I'm not good enough and send all these bits. He says, but I am. The Universal title means more than anything to me. Sorry, Becky Lynch. And I will win it at SummerSlam and I will be there. But he did it all in such a, I know what they're trying to a, like accomplish, which is he's so beaten down. He kind of doubts himself, but he, he believes in himself so much because he's a super baby face that he's still saying these things. He's got a never say die attitude. Mm-hmm. It just came across as a bit flat, and Seth's delivery wasn't good enough to make that idea work.
2: I think that the delivery would have been fine if the reason for him coming out had been better. Yeah, Because that as well, yeah. The reason he came out was non-existent. He just came out with a chair because I guess he wants to beat up Brock Lesnar, but he was in no shape to beat up Brock Lesnar, and he's an idiot for thinking that he could in that condition that he's in he just looks stupid for trying to pick a fight because he's obviously going to lose unless like you said he was playing possum or whatever and then afterwards if he like if he had a ruse and it didn't work if he had some sort of master plan and then Brock Lesnar saw through it and he still got the one up on on Rollins and then he cut a promo saying you know what maybe this isn't worth it maybe mm. you know I'm, I'm i'm not cut out to do all this stuff and then he contemplates himself and says you know what no actually i'm still going to fight because I'm a babyface, and I'll be there at SummerSlam, I think it wouldn't have been amazing, but it would have worked a hell of a lot better than him just coming out, being already injured, getting injured some more, and then just saying, I don't know if it's worth it. You could have just not come out, (laughs) and then that would have been problem solved. Then it it totally is worth it, because then you're in better shape for SummerSlam for you to actually win the title, you fool.
1: Yeah, they were trying to make him look brave. They made him look stupid. Correct. And one of the main selling points of Seth is he is this... Master tactician, the architect of the shield. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it worked. And one of the, even though I was annoyed about this, this is a very good litmus test. Te- a litmus test for if it's emotionally connecting with the crowd. They were chanting what? Yeah, all through his sort of emotional promo at the end there. Mm-hmm. So it was a fail.
2: Yeah, and I very much enjoyed where he was walking off. The refs and medics were trying to get medical attention. I don't think they had any other lines other than. Seth, we need to get you checked out Because all of them said it several times No variations, exactly the same phrase Seth, we need to get you checked out They're NPCs yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Then we go backstage Kurt Angle's there mm. Donning his referee shirt Because he's going to be special guest Referee Drew McIntyre versus is Cedric Alexander later For no reason It's Pittsburgh, Pete So? He was down the road So? He was already in the arena When WWE showed up Still thinking he's GM.
2: Just annoys me. And he's no stupid little red <laughs> jumper and
1: suit. And the street Profits turn up and there, they're always fun. Uh, and they they
2: give Kurt some milk. I've I actually got a big pop out of this yeah, it was fun. I thought this was very funny because they were trying to get Kurt Angle to have a drink out of their red Solo cups, um, but it was it was milk that they were trying to do because playing off the the very famous angle of uh, Kurt Angle with the milk truck doing all that stuff and him having his three eyes and all that jazz. Um, But then Kurt Angle, in what I think was probably one of his most well-delivered lines in probably about five years, just said, well, I I told my wife I wouldn't do anything crazy. And I was like, that's such (laughs) a good line. That's amazing. And then they eventually convince him to have a glass of milk before Drew McIntyre interrupted.
1: Yeah, and Drew McIntyre was mean. Mm. Said he beat him last year. In terms of best Kurt lines, that was a good line. Yeah. The best delivered, apart from they're worth $2 million, (laughs) about the production trucks, is he had a line with Enzo and Cass back when they were a popular act, and they spell soft, S-A-W-F-T. They walk off, and Kurt just goes, "It's
2: not how you spell soft. That was his very first (laughs) night as GM when I was still optimistic about his his uh, GM chances.
1: Uh, Then we got Viking Raiders taking on uh, an enhancement talent act. To no crowd. Range.
2: Who cares at this point? What have they done to the Viking Raiders? Like, mm. remember their match with Aleister Black and Ricochet at NXT Takeover? Yeah. Good God, how they've fallen since then! Like, you can't do the same match for months and still have people care.
1: You just can't. Well, you can. That's what Braun Strowman did, and that was a huge part of getting them over. But they they did that first with Braun. With the Viking Raiders, they sort of put them in a feud and then they they were going for the tag titles for one bit and now they're just doing enhancement stuff. So it feels like a massive step backwards.
2: I would also argue with Braun Strowman. He started off just doing like one-on-one stuff. There was like the whole James Ellsworth, James Ellsworth thing. That's how he got his mm-hmm. fame from it and then he started taking on two people and three people and t- and doing different spots in the match. This is the same match move for move every single week. There's no variations to it. That's classic wrestling booking for getting
1: over a, a an axe move set though. I think on paper makes total sense, but it's not working. And they've been doing these for about 4 weeks back to back now. So you should change what you're doing because the crowd aren't reacting to yeah. it. Yeah. Such Uh, a shame. Then we got a very, very nice Harley Race video package because he passed away last Friday. Mm -hmm. WWE's video editing department
2: are just very good. They're
1: gods, aren't they? Uh, Then we got the Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander match. Kurt's down there. He's really excited. He's got his little ref tank top on. But it didn't get going.
2: No. So uh, Cedric Alexander came out after Angle. On his way to the ring, McIntyre attacked him from behind the dastardly heel. Uh, got in a few punches. Didn't really do anything too spectacular, but he set him up for the reverse Alabama slam thingy. Cedric came back and hit a, a nice-looking Tornado DDT off the barricade onto the floor. They're both spelled out on the floor when suddenly the lights go out. Woo! And then the violin music starts playing or whatever it is, the freaky wish psycho music. That. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it's Bray Wyatt. He comes out and does a mandible claw to Kurt Angle, mm. which was cool
1: Yeah, was cool uh, So it looks like the Mandible Claw is going to be a part Of his offence Doesn't really build the Finn Balor match For this Sunday No. Uh, but Whatever, that doesn't matter What really annoyed me is Fiend, Mandible Claw's Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. then they go to break They come back from break The commentators are talking about Titus O'Neil going to visit a school <laughs> So there's no conclusion to Drew versus Cedric. There's no follow-up or even a reference to how weird that was. That the Fiend attacked Kurt Angle mm-hmm. just completely undermined everything that came before it.
2: Yeah, I just
1: don't. Like, I don't get why WWE's production department feels like the Fiend exists in in a separate universe to everything else that's going on on the show. I get it that the Firefly Funhouse technically was, but now he's invaded your universe, you should at least start saying, oh, we're all a bit worried here, because
2: that's genuinely freaky. Would you prefer it if they came back from breaking and Michael Cole just goes, that was weird.
1: You know what? <laughs> I would.
2: <laughs> You'd prefer at a Michael Cole something. line. Yeah. Well, that was fine. That was a fun, a fun spot. But then, we got uh, something else that was pretty cool, which was... Biggie and Xavier Woods came out for a match against the OC, being Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, but this time, Luke Gallows has got face paint on, just like he did when he was in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that was a cool visual. As soon as he came out, I was like, huh, face paint from New Japan. That's great. Love that. And then Michael Cole ruined it immediately. God, he's awful. Did you know, Ollie? that luke gallows is wearing face paint because it gives him an edge gives him more of an attitude it gets him ready for the match shut up cole just let us enjoy the visual god you're annoying is that why the usos got rid of their face paint yeah exactly that's how effective it is
1: i uh i I loved it i love this the gallows and anderson have gone from in the space of four weeks and me just being 100% sure they're leaving the company. Because why would they stay? Mm-hmm. Their contracts were up at the end of August. And they've gone from that. Comedy jobbers is all they were, unfortunately. It's... And they were booked into the ground for years. I thought they were unsalvageable. They had to go to another promotion to get a jump jumpstart. Three weeks after teaming up with AJ Styles again, they have completely transformed. And this face paint on Gallows was just like the cherry on top of this, Mm Kate. They owned this match. Uh, They didn't even let it start, really. AJ just jumped in and they all started
2: beating up the New Day, which was great. Just great dickish heel tactics. I thought it was quite amusing because it was just uh, Xavier Woods and Biggie. There was no Kofi Kingston with them. And as soon as it was a three-on-two beat, then I was like, huh, maybe the New Day should look into getting a third member or something. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Kofi? Uh,
1: But then Ricochet ran down for the save. And he does crazy ricochet stuff. Match restarts as a six man tag. And just all throughout this match, Gallows was my standout player. Mm. He just looked transformed. The way he was moving physically, the
2: moves he was busting out, his facial expressions. I genuinely think the face paint has helped give him a new attitude. Thanks, Cole, it's for that edge, line. Yeah. yeah, it gives him an edge. Uh, no, but I do genuinely think having that face bit on might have kind of like reinvigorated something within mm. Gallows because he did look quite fresh and good here. Yeah. He looked quite uh, intimidating and it was a good wrestling match as well. Yeah, it, it really draws the eye. Now, there was a
1: weird bit where the, you, you saw this more than I did, where the referee just started screaming at Gallows. Oh, that
2: was so weird. So right at the <laughs> end of the match for the for the finish, uh, there, there was uh, it was a really good match. And towards the end, they, they had this spot where, because it's six-man tag, everyone hits big moves. Big schmals, and then the finish happens. They did all the big moves. There was a phenomenal forum and all that jazz. And then Luke Gallows gets up onto the apron. On his corner, where he's supposed to be, the referee starts screaming at him to get down for no reason. He just gets up on the apron. Carl Anderson's in the ring along with Xavier Woods. That's who it was. Um, they're in the ring. They're the legal men. So the match is still happening inside the ring, and Luke Gallows gets up on the apron, on the corner where he's supposed to be. The referee just screams, Get down, get down, get down. And Luke Gallows is just like, No. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stand here. And then that allowed I think Woods got his ankle clipped by Styles, maybe. I might be wrong with that. Carl Anderson hits a move, gets the tag into Gallows, who's in the position he's supposed to be on the apron. They hit a magic killer for the win. Why did the ref shout at Gallows?
1: So it sounds to me like the referee needed to not see the AJ trip to get the heat. Yeah. And Gallows was probably meant to start entering the ring. Mm-hmm. And the referee started reacting before that happened. <laughs> yeah. Probably just a bit of a miscommunication on the spot timing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would have thought that if the ref was supposed to stop Gallows from entering the ring, he would have said, like, get out rather than get down. Because... I don't know. Maybe it was a dance-off challenge. If, yeah, maybe. Let's break it down. That's a reference to Overwatch that no one in this room gets. God, if only Laurie was here. Um, but I mean, if Styles did clip the ankle and the ref saw anyway, is that really a bad thing? He's a well, he's a competitor in the match. It's not like he's going to DQ him for it. It's more visually
1: effective for the viewer. Yes. Uh, it doesn't really rules <laughs> rules. Uh, but yeah, I I Gallows and Anderson feel so serious and just legitimized. Mm. I, I'm, I'm really into them as an act.
2: Yeah, very much into the OC. I really, yeah. really like them. And especially what you mentioned, uh, I think it was last week you mentioned the customized name plate yeah. that they've got now. It's really cool. Love yeah. it. Uh,
1: then we got Samoa Joe demanding the apology in the Roman Reigns car crash bit.
2: Yep. Then we got uh, a
1: four-way elimination women's tag title match with the Kabuki Warriors taking on Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Fire and Desire versus the champions, the Iconics. Mm. And this was a match that was rumoured to go on at SummerSlam. So thank God <laughs> it was here.
2: Yeah. With all the other matches that they're supposedly announcing now for SummerSlam, really happy that they've decided to do some of the SummerSlam matches Mm. here. Because I wouldn't be surprised if they were thinking of doing an Andrade Ray match at SummerSlam as well. And they'd move that to Raw. Yeah. Which is a big change. As much as I'd love to see Andrade Ray on pay-per-view, you can't have everything on (laughs) pay-per-view. Please stop doing it. And they won't give it time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, good choice. Uh, This uh, was actually... Not bad at all. No, it was oh, really good.
1: It. it was a really nicely structured match as well because the Iconics dominated at the start. Yeah. To, to a degree where I was like, are they getting a push yeah. as serious contenders? I was or like, cont- w- champions? where
2: <laughs> has this been since mm. they've won the titles? They can wrestle.
1: But it was actually just to set up them losing immediately. Yeah. So they were eliminated first by Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. By Mandy Rose, actually. Yes. And that, that really... Made an excitement in the air for this match that the crowd had probably turned off on because it's not just that these are women in the ring, it's because this is for a tag title to tag title belts that have been completely mishandled and not seen on the main roster
2: for months. Yeah, this is the third time they've been defended since they won the belts at WrestleMania, and one of them was against local talent, the Bell Brooklyn Bells, yeah, good memory. uh, Statson said it earlier in the office and I was trying to remember. And the other one was where they got themselves counted out. So that yeah. wasn't even a match either. Mm. So this was really the first real match that they had for the championships. Mental.
1: And and the crowd did get into it. Uh the uh who who else was it in there? I've forgotten already. Fire and Desire were eliminated next. Yes. But the Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross versus Kyrie Sane and and uh Asuka Asuka
2: stuff Un- <laughs> Unless you're going by the nameplate That they use for the Kabuki Warriors In which case It's Kairi Sane and Neo Shirai Really? Yep it was Nice no, it was
3: yeah. Twitter handle Not the actual nameplate Yes but it's yeah. on the nameplate That's yeah. what I meant Yeah oh, okay. uh, And they They had
2: A
1: pretty decent Last couple of minutes And an excellent finish Yeah With loads of near falls And the cra- they got the crowd Into the match And that's That's something That's quite something For a women's tag title match mm-hmm.
2: For sure um, I found it quite amusing. Uh, sorry, right at the start of the match when uh, they're doing the introductions for Kabuki Warriors. And Kairi Saints doing a full, like, woo, all the posing. Asuka's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> 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 he looks so bored on an introduction. But sorry, that was a little uh, uh, mm. flashback. Uh, but yeah, uh, then we got, yeah, the last two. Being uh, Kabuki Warriors and Alexa Bliss and Cross was great. Uh, Bliss hits a Twisted Bliss onto Asuka after some really nice back and forth with. Uh, sorry, onto Kyrie Saint she hit the Twisted Bliss. Uh, Asuka ran rampant and then Cross catches her in the apron, hits her down, and then uh, Bliss comes in and drop kicks her in the back and then manages to take down Kyrie Sane and hit the Twisted Bliss for the win. And Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and you new women's tag team champions. Oh, that was cool. It was yeah. really nice.
1: Yeah. So that's why Alexa Bliss beat. Ember Moon last week on SmackDown.
2: Yeah, to build the women's tag team division, I guess. I would honestly be down for a Kabuki Warriors versus uh and Cross rematch yeah. at some point. Yeah. I hope it's not a SummerSlam. I really don't want another match added to that. No, Save it for afterwards, but I'd, I'd be very much down for a rematch.
1: And then the final segment of the night was Miz TV. <laughs> it was a contract signing between Dolph Ziggler and The
2: Miz. And also Shawn Michaels was there.
1: Yeah. So this was... You know, like this this whole segment, just d- none of the parts felt like they were in the right place. <laughs> I never believed in any of the parts. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. because I recognized the parts, yeah. and the parts would occasionally say something smart. But overall, I'm just like Dolph Sig Zigg- So the big reveal was Goldberg comes out at the end. Mm-hmm. Dolph has accident, not accidentally, but been tricked into signing a contract match against Goldberg rather than The Miz, which was a really, we all knew it was coming, but it was a great reveal mm-hmm. after Dolph signed and Miz said, I can't wait to fight you at next Monday's Raw.
2: Yeah. And
1: Dolph's face was like,
2: what?
1: What? And Shawn Michaels is just there being like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I am
2: just here because I'm here.
1: I've got an NXT cap on though. Yeah. So, you know, by the WWE Network,
2: one for the marks,
1: you know, and it it was a good swerve that. And then Goldberg comes down and Dolph gets out of the ring. I saw someone tweet. It shouldn't have been me. (laughs) Yeah, thought that was great. (laughs) Uh, I so wanted to steal that for my review. But yeah, no, that's can't. Yeah. Uh, And they yeah. So like Goldberg is there staring down Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler turns around, walks into a super kick from Shawn Michaels. That's the end of the show. And i'm just looking at this this image like what is going
2: on here <laughs> and it was quick it was switching music two seconds end of show it was literally oh a switching of music off the air it was so quick and it was it was a baffling segment just from yeah. start to finish because starters ziggler said pro wrestling <laughs> that's a band phrase aw confirmed i know yeah and then he says, by beating the Miz at Summerslam, he'll be a living legend. <laughs> what? I think they just wanted to shove in the phrase "legend" just to emphasize that Goldberg's coming back, but they didn't know how to do it, so they just threw that line in there. They've been claiming Miz is a legend for a couple of weeks now. It's ridiculous. Um, but then it was—it was a nice fake out to have Goldberg coming out. But it was—but then they teased Michaels before that. Miz says, Oh, you're going to be fighting someone at some but it's not me. And then Michael steps in, and everyone's like, Oh, Ziggler versus Michaels. Everyone's like, Actually, I'm quite into that match. That would make That'd a lot really more coo- sense. It would make so much more sense, and it would be really cool. And then Michaels just goes, Well, it's not me. He was like, Well, why are you here then? Why are you here? Guy, it was awful. But. It wasn't awful. No, it wasn't awful. That was. It was hyperbole. just. It just didn't make sense. It did not make sense. And then, yeah. Dolph runs away from Goldberg, eats a switch in music and immediately raw goes off the air. So your lasting image is Dolph Ziggler on the floor.
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that match. I mean, (laughs) come on. Can't wait for SummerSlam. (laughs) This whole thing is meant to sell SummerSlam on Goldberg's going to be there. You're going to get to see a Goldberg entrance. You're going to get to see a spear and a jackhammer. The idea isn't, oh, I can't wait to see Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. That's true. You could chuck any name into the Dolph Ziggler part. Oh, but you could have also made a match that people could have wanted to have seen anyway. So it's not like, you know, you could still have done this a lot better than yeah. just make it so transparently a last minute marquee name ad. Like the trip, I mean, at least with Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair, there is a little bit of story and some motivation there. This is literally the last couple of minutes of the show. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is. Actually taking on Goldberg. Yeah. It's it's a joke. That is the punchline to a joke somewhere.
2: It really is, isn't it? And there was a great idea from, uh, I believe it was Laurie and Simon in the office earlier. Uh, They were saying, if you wanted to have Goldberg versus Ziggler, if that's what you really wanted to do, why didn't you do it where you had Miz and uh, Michaels were there in the segment. They fake out Ziggler. They trick him into signing the contract against Goldberg. And then they say, maybe check that contract again. Ziggler checks the contract and goes, <gasps> but you don't say who it is. And then it goes, mystery opponent for SummerSlam. And yeah. then it still builds it, but you don't get the shock of seeing Goldberg now because on Sunday, you're going to be like, well, I saw that on Raw. It's not, it's not quite as impactful as being like, it's Goldberg at SummerSlam.
1: I don't, but then you're, I mean, come on. What's a better sell for SummerSlam? Goldberg's going to be there. Or Dolph Ziggler has a mystery opponent.
2: <laughs> okay. I, th- I, think that's maybe, a, I think
1: that's a very bad idea.
2: Maybe. Maybe Laurie and Simon are just wrong. <laughs> uh, Sounded better when they said it, okay? But the only thing I would
1: have changed here, apart from you know, giving it an actual backstory and a decent opponent, is why don't you just play Goldberg's full entrance? Mm. All he's good for these days, and I love Goldberg, I'm not trying to say this is a Matt Riddle kind of slight at him is you want to see the entrance. This segment would have been a lot more impactful if the music just started playing. You cut backstage. There's the the locker room door. You hear him give himself a concussion. (laughs) Then he walks through. You get the full sparks and everything, and then does the face pose after he signs,
2: you're next. But then doesn't that take away from Sunday? Because that, that's the selling point, is what you just said, was the entrance and the spear and the jackhammer. And you don't if see the spear and, and the, the if, jackhammer. And if you're taking away the entrance, then you've just got the spear and the jackhammer. Still a spear and a jackhammer. I think I'm right. Well, yeah, of course you do.
1: <laughs> Overall, though, I thought this was a really good episode. Not where, Nowhere near as good as last week, because that was genuinely quite spectacular. Mm. Uh, but still a four out of five show. A good go home episode as well. WWE rarely put those on.
2: Yeah, I will say for this, there was nothing... I don't think there was anything outwardly amazing about this. The Joe stuff is intriguing, and I want to see where it goes, but I don't think the angle itself was like, oh my god, this thing! Um, So I gave it a high average. That was a a a high three out of five. That Rey
1: Mysterio-Andrade match, Goldberg returned, Eh. title change...
2: Two titles, three title changes 20-24-7. and women's tag women's team titles. Tag title anyway, what did you think
1: of the show? Let's go over to your su- 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 super Joe.
3: Oh, I think Peter's being very negative. That's what they Am think. I? Yeah, <laughs> you surely are. Classic. And uh, Dave Meltzer is reporting that Samoa Joe is not turning heel. The idea... Turning heel Turning baby face Sorry the, Not turning baby face The idea is that Daniel Bryan is going to be Such a heel That even the other heels Are like You are terrible So it's just pushing okay.
2: Daniel Bryan more
3: Yeah
1: That's what they I mean that's not a bad idea it's But that's bad. what they did With Dolph Sigler Where everyone had to have Their two cents on Dolph Super kicking Shawn Michaels God.
3: Um, and could be possible, uh, Goldberg showed a picture of like a really bloody knee, so maybe he couldn't do his kick spot. He did look like he was hobbling a bit, so I don't know. Anyway, BL Sab, we did that one earlier, but, uh, we will start with Will Hayes on this one, says Seth's run in made him look stupid, not valiant. WWE can't book a baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We totally agree. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, Oliver01 says, My first ever Super Chat. Much love from Sweden. Well, much, much, love you you Sweden much love over in Sweden town. Yeah, that's what they call it over there. Um, Van Thomas says, Heading to New York for a work conference won't be able to watch you guys or WWE. Well, I know which one of those is more tragic. Mm. Uh, I know. It's well, you a can shame. stream us.
1: Yeah. Just put it on underneath the desk. Yeah, like, like other people do. It's flawless.
3: Um... Olymps says the 24-7 title changed hands for 31 times already. Also, the OC this week were like the Ascension knockoffs. Cheers, Swath Nation. Hope you're all good. Because of the face That's paint. That's harsh. That is harsh.
2: The face paint will looked cool, okay? And honestly, the Ascension's face paint looks cool, just not with the rest of their getup. And if they hadn't been booked into Oblivion, you'd have said it would be cooler.
3: Uh, Will Adams Who is Luke Owen's Number one fan Says Samoa Joe To the Babyface baby Locker room Confirmed I suppose the backstage Hopefully. Were all standing In the in a row mm.
2: All standing in the Babyface locker room mm.
3: yeah. uh, Joe Puckett says The Fiend Is the new legend killer Deleter of Laws 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 L-O-R-E-S
2: Oh Laws Right That's weird Yeah sure. he, Well he is
1: going after The, the legends Kurt Mick uh,
3: Finn Balor You know
2: that legend isn't there the another
3: Miz? one? Oh, yeah. The Miz is a legend. No, just it was, a, it was a legend.
2: Oh, it, no, that's it it did so far. Bala, Foley and not it? pretty much guarantee yeah.
3: that if there's a legend on the show, they're going to be attacked now. Mm, yeah. Um, Tim Arnt says, I'm starting to resent our truth. He's becoming the Roman reigns of the 24-7 division. Still a better champ than Brock, though. This is the, his 11th reign now. It is his 11th yeah. reign
2: now. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't mind truth. He's still funny, but it's a bit tiresome seeing the same thing. And it's just him getting a roll-up and a win, and then he runs away with Carmella on his back.
1: Yeah, That's I think that it. because Vince McMahon apparently finds our truth absolutely hilarious backstage. Mm-hmm. But rightfully so, because he's a very funny man. He's got great comedic timing and delivery. But maybe that he's, Vince is being blinded by that. A
2: little bit of tunnel vision. Mm-hmm.
3: Nicely done Tim Arndt again says I feel like WWE is leaning into the Seth Rollins hate That's the only way I can justify the promo he cut on Raw uh,
1: I don't know I, 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 I just so. think they had, they had a certain idea Of what they wanted to do with that segment Get, I think they genuinely thought they were getting him over as a
3: valiant babyface mm-hmm. But it came across as he was just a bit Bit silly and disheartened
2: yeah exactly
3: Tim again says I'm now optimistic for the women's tag titles they're on a team WWE is invested in so hopefully they're treated better which means they won't be well I don't know a blonde woman mm. has one
2: it's Alexa Bliss she always has a title or is vying for a title yeah. so hopefully they'll be respected a little bit now
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rex Joseph Cameron says Samoa Joe must have watched Hobbs and Shaw Uso say Oh, oh the he, cousin.
2: Uh, yeah, because I think at one point he said Us in his mm. promo when he was talking about Roman.
1: Well, that's the Samoan term for brother. Brother? Yeah. Term of endearment.
3: Uh, Apparently, uh, Tamina is Fijian, so we shouldn't talk about her in the same bracket as the Samoans. Okay. Oh, I thought she was right. Kevin says, I don't get Ronan's booking. The only thing I could say watching this angle was stupid, stupid, stupid. (laughs) His promo made me want to see the match even less. Yeah, I think that's the Mm. crucial thing. All angles should make you want to see the match
1: more. Yeah. And this took away from the excitement I had after last week. Because I actually was into the match last week. That was the first time I've been into the
3: Lesnar-Rollins feud Mm -hmm. since WrestleMania. Uh, The DA says, who let Jey Uso drive again? Yeah. Uh I've got that joke in mind. Wasn't it I was going to say it was definitely Jimmy. Definitely
2: Jimmy. Uh, But that's fine. That's fine. Continue.
3: Uh, Ryan... F says, although Samoa Joe is a good heel, it would be interesting to see him as a babyface. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I agree. Because he's also a great babyface.
3: face. Uh, Droz Walker says, Raw last night was entertaining and had a few different wrinkles for a go-home show before SummerSlam. What was that, sorry? It was a good show and it had a few different wrinkles to go home for the go-home show. Yeah, like a few little yeah. nice yeah. reveals. I would have yeah, preferred, I th- I preferred more
2: because it's the go-home show with SummerSlam you know the second biggest show of the year but it was pretty good again goldberg returned <laughs> okay goldberg returned which admit, roman reigns got hit by a car sort of
1: kind of yeah. which people don't like actually been really badly hurt but
2: he's not in a match though as of right now the
1: Fiend took out a legend
2: which we saw last week as well
1: wow. i think it was a newsworthy
3: show
2: it it was fine <laughs> it was better than fine it was good
3: Droz Walker says Raw last night was. Christopher Beasley says here is the best wrestle dog name: Rough, Rough Ref, Rough, Rough Ref. Ruff, oh, ruff, that ref. was the Miz movie that he was mm. trying to star in. Mm. That's good. That
1: is the best name.
3: Houdis yeah. says, "Hey, what's up, lads? Sending love from Australia. Keep up the amazing content."
1: Oh, thanks very well, much. Thank you. Uh,
3: Tim Aunt again says Roman must have really annoyed someone on the set of Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. A lot of car jokes jokes. I can't
1: believe I didn't think of this one I know
3: Um, Caution G style says Joe Roman and the Usos as the wild Samoans And maybe a returning Nia Jax And he says Antamina But now we know that's not correct Mm. Yeah I mean I I don't want to see A big Samoan faction No No, Uh, not really They're better on their own uh, Matthew Blevins says Can you say super chats Like Tony Chimmel? Chimmel <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. super, super chats Super chats And then he says LMAO LMAO um, uh, Mr. Dobak says Oh look Australia beaten England Get effed Poms That is a cricket joke Because mm. it's the ashes Sports yes, right And we did yes. really badly Yes it was very bad mm. Um Matthew Burledge, no, we did that one, sorry, earlier. I'm still getting used to the new format. Kevin says, uh, I pitched the idea of D. Bryan versus Roman Reigns here on the Super Chat, so if it happens, WWE officially watches this show. Just in case, stop talking about Bailey Sting or it'll mm. happen.
1: Not only do they officially watch the
2: show,
3: they owe you personally money mm-hmm. because you came up with that idea. Yeah, yeah. you should get in contact with yeah. them. Uh, Craig Brown says Nice to see Ollie Davis At the Edinburgh Fringe Giving an intro Into Cult Cabana's <gasps> show Since WrestleTalk Sponsor it Hashtag shameless plug Yeah
1: we yeah. yeah Yeah So yeah If you're in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival Which is of course In the UK Go and check out Cult Cabana's And John Hastings uh, Comedy show mm-hmm. It's really good yeah. And you get to
3: see A little video intro From me at the start um, Mr. Too Fresh For You, says Daniel Bryan going to new heights, committing murder. It's pretty lofty heights. Well, he yeah. he just wanted to smash the car.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't he, think he, he was did, aiming for it He Roman. drove
3: into the back door, I think.
2: It's all a psychological plays. is yeah. what it is. Although he could definitely have been quite seriously injured Roman in the process. Mm. It is but. like
1: when you
3: step back outside of the drama of it all, is. It is pretty goofy. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> uh, thank you. Message retracted. Uh, Ryan B. Bad says that segment between Brock and Seth, plus the promo afterwards, made me even less interested in the title fight. Yeah. 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 I think I think that's the, the general consensus. Mm-hmm. And speaking of title fight, uh, we will be putting up the SummerSlam predictions for Wrestle League tomorrow after SmackDown is done. Uh, Rex Joseph Calmerin says Vin Diesel attacked Roman. I think we're going to get quite a few of these. Mm. Yeah.
2: Fast and Furious uh,
3: Nata's WP says Have the women's tag belts always belonged to Raw when Alexa and Nikki won the graphic said new Raw women's tag team champions Oh, oh God! I did they that. really? I really <laughs> hope they're not <laughs> inter- <laughs>
2: Let's not do Smackdown tag team women's oh, tag team geez. champions as well Let's yeah. not do there's that only,
3: There's only one team which is the Kabuki Warriors pretty much isn't it I mean what are brands these days Yeah, you
2: yeah. Go
3: anywhere. Uh, Ram Kumar says Do you think it was Daniel Bryan
2: uh, maybe Yes
1: I mean, it's a shame they 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 have blacked out windows
2: Yeah, I well, know Although I feel like that would have Kind of given away you see the entire People story. spotted Rowan
3: mm. In one of the ang- camera angles Walking yes. away in a hoodie Yeah, but
1: Buddy Murphy Maybe it's a big faction
3: ah. D- Ginger yeah, Beards Or a short faction mm. Um, Jay Jones says Chop, chop, chopper Pete, baby It's me Ronce Rajan says tried to tell you about Bray and that mandible claw yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that uh, well, I yeah full confession
1: I think me and Luke both said that no, was just a one week thing for Foley but I, I I know Luke doesn't like the mandible claw I think it quite suits the fiend's character yeah I, I think always used so. to, that, that was my chosen submission mm. apart from the sharpshooter in all the video games I used to make as a kid
2: mm-hmm used to make video games yeah <laughs> uh,
3: I don't like it but that's just me uh, crappy post says that Seth promo not giving up sounded like a man who can't get over being dumped and still tries to get the girl who left him it was cringe in one word yeah
2: yeah a little bit Yeah, I can see that
3: uh, Raya he asked me to do that uh, says Saturday iTunes review had me crying with laughter <laughs> I'm glad good flag yes. emoji flag emoji flag emoji yes uh, Chris Wagstaff says saw Pack versus Fleisch the other day and it was so oh, great. Wow. At the end, I held my AEW jumper up and he laughed at me and put his thumb down. <laughs> <laughs> Will he be at all out?
1: uh I that way. Is, how bad is that injury? Is he yeah, gonna have to sit for out? a bit? It
3: looks like a Black Knight flesh wound. um but it doesn't. Yeah, there's no reports as to say it's bad. It just looked like he was probably quite sore. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll definitely see him in AEW eventually. Eventually, all out
2: might be too
1: soon. But he has lost the Dragon Gate, opened the Dream Gate Championship. Was Such yeah. a, a long, complicated title. <laughs>
2: Maybe when they go to TV in October.
3: Uh, Marcus Roman says Stephanie McMahon tweeted Becky is the first female to be on a WWE game cover. Did she forget China is on the cover of SmackDown for PlayStation One? Oh, she is. Who's China?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Though, have down, you heard? She is going to be in 2K20. Oh, China. Cool. yeah. Yeah.
3: Which is cool. Um, Tomo, Tomo says Tomo. Since Tomo. SummerSlam is coming up, somebody should put a question mark after that. Uh, what is your favorite SummerSlam show you've ever seen? Everyone in the chat can answer as well. Even Datsun can answer. Well, I'll answer first. 2011. 2000.
2: I don't know. 2013. What happened on twenty thirteen? Brian won the WWE Championship over Cena. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, and also I think that might have been Brock versus Triple H. No, A that might have been might have been twenty twelve. I don't know. I'm under Brock? pressure. I is don't like Brock it. Punk? I'm just saying twenty thirteen might have
3: been Brock Punk. Anyway, um, there's your answer. Alex Jordan says lost all my faves over the years. HBK, CM Punk, and even Jimmy Wang Yang. All Ugh. I have is Orton and Ziggler. Do you think his <laughs> career can be saved? Orton, I think he's doing all right. Orton's doing fine. Yeah. Ziggler?
2: Mm, I mean, to be fair, we say this a lot when we're just like, there's no way they can rebuild this character. And then they do it. They did it with mm-hmm. Gallows and Anderson, and they did it with Cedric Alexander, sort of. And they did it with someone else that I can't remember right now. Yeah.
1: Well, Bray Wyatt. Mm. Bray Wyatt. Uh, I ju- I, but none of them have, like, Dolph Ziegler has been with that company ineffectively booked Double the amount of time. It's true. As the closest other longest tenured person. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I can't, I, I can't see a way out for
2: I think that. he'd need a gimmick change at the very least. He's had so many gimmick changes. An actual gimmick change, <laughs> not variations of the show stealer.
3: Uh, CJ Poirier suggests the Samoan experience uh, as the Joe and Roman team. Classic. Of course. Yep. Uh, Christopher Cade says, I'm curious, do you guys watch on 1.5 speed?
1: Uh, it depends on the
3: match. Yeah. Yeah, so some of the promo segments you can zip through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Wilson Simon says Mike and Maria go to marriage counselling and Dr. Shelby wins the 24-7 title. Oh,
2: <gasps> That would be a good cameo. That would be amazing, actually, yeah. That's how you bring Kane back in. I'd be so into that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, but Kevin says, I recognize Jessica Carr as the doctor, but I never thought she was going to officiate. I just assumed WE didn't have enough actors to play in this. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole set was like, that was such a lazy
1: set.
2: It was, yeah. But it was fine. Yeah, it was, it was I, a I fun made,
1: segment,
3: made me. I, I found it funnier yeah. in how obviously fake the walls were. Yeah. Uh, Sparks says, Imagine if Drake Maverick and Truth feud back and forth. Uh, until Mania for the 24-7 title, 10 out of 10 would be a WrestleMania main event.
2: I think the joke
3: might get old. A little bit.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's already starting to get old with truth, so...
3: Mm. Uh, Will Hayes... Or they could just do other, another feud and bring it back. And be like, oh, remember that feud for between... Yeah. Anyway. Long-term storytelling. Uh, Will Hayes says, The segue should have been speaking of... This... Mm, the segue should have been Speaking of vaginas Here's Becky Lynch Oh
1: because of the gynecologist Because of the gynecologist That's, uh, that's fair That's a good joke
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyway um, Van Thomas says Rollins Huge bank account apparently Can't sell
1: <laughs> Yeah well you know That's the, a funny the, joke the, He <laughs> That is a good joke <laughs> <laughs> He um when he does his matches, he'll be selling. Oh, my knee, my knee, my knee. Here's the next three minutes of moves that I need my knee for and I'm fine. Dive, 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 dive. Yeah.
2: Dive, 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 Phoenix Splash. It's very Oof. selective.
3: Yeah. Um, Adam Orish says, you have the graveyard dogs. Now meet the team of 2 joe Too serious <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's good. like it. Uh,
3: Tyler Bailey says, four-star show. Seth and Brock segment was awful.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I d- yeah universally condemned. Then, uh,
3: yeah. no one liked that segment. Um, yeah. Graham Scrivener says, "Hi guys, just watching Raw. Another fun day of wrestling, just like the G1 climax." Yeah, wrestling is good right now. Yeah, I know we were nitpicky on certain bits, but overall, this For is sure. like just so so much better than the the trash we were getting after WrestleMania. Mm. For sure. Duff's 101 says, "Whose potential was wasted the most?" Viking Raiders, AOP, Sanity, or The Ascension?
2: I forgot about AOP. Uh, the Ascension. I'd say AOP, it's too early to say, because they can still come back and yeah. be dominant. Sanity um, don't exist anymore. Viking Raiders, still, they've not been destroyed yet. They're still squashing local talents, mm. and once they're actually used properly, then we'll see. Um, I can't remember who the other one was, but... Sanity. Asa- Sanity. Okay, yeah, no, they were pretty bad.
3: They don't, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> they did. So they they beat
2: the New Day one time. Ascension were just squashed from the off. Yeah. So.
3: Seth M says Do you think if the crowd chants, shut up, Cole, long enough, they'll get rid of him?
1: No. No, I think they'll lean into it and possibly turn him heel, which is the last thing we want. Like, he's bad at the moment. He can be
3: so much worse. He'll, he'll, he'll leave when he goes into the Hall of Fame. Maybe. I reckon. Um, Flame Inc. Live says Hashtag WWE fire Michael Cole. Let's get this trending, every on I don't want anyone to lose their jobs. No. I just want him to take a backstage
1: position. Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, get him off the screen. But yeah. then, like, whoever fills in for him, like, replaces him, will just be produced the same way. Michael Cole can be a good commentator. He can like, be. He, yeah. you know, through the noughties, when he was with Taz and stuff, although sometimes he's weirdly
3: perving on the female talent.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's
3: the way it's produced. Uh, Ron Srojan says, Vince might think they're referring to Adam Cole. I'm not sure he knows who Adam Cole is. Know. Yeah, probably not. Mm. Um, Echo Veko says, that fatal four-way exposed Raw Women's has no talent besides Sane and Asuka. You've been writing these, Pete. Uh, they no. want Bliss to hey. have a belt so bad her only offence was Twisted Bliss.
1: I think that's harsh. That's I, harsh. I, I think it was
3: yeah. a, a a
1: really... I, I enjoyed that match a lot. And very much so. United you know, so. Bliss isn't a good we, move. We've we've seen
3: botched women's matches before, mm.
1: and this had nothing wrong with it. This I was, mean, was actually much very better exciting. than the
3: WrestleMania one. Yeah. Um, Matthew Shield says, "Who would you want? S- would you want to see an Asuka slash Ember feud on SmackDown Live?" Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't if know if Sasha's you know, coming back anytime
1: soon. Treated properly. Yeah.
3: Um. Gaurav Vaidya says Joe plus Roman equals the new wild Samoans well apparently not mm. yeah yeah it was,
1: um, it was a fun speculation yeah. thing while yeah. it lasted yeah we got a good 15 minutes <laughs> out of it
3: John Marth says Keep the super chats. Bring back. It's a roar of you, looking Jack man and man. I do love it. We got our, our, ourselves a, a flying so. We got ourselves
2: a flying so. Yeah. I miss those as well. They were great. I don't
3: know how we would do those with the live stream because no. those were edited bits that would pop in. I mean, Is mean, it? You, man, can, I you do can love it or Michael. I love it. I love it, Muggle. Muggle, I love it. Oh, Michael, I love it. Um, Razman's reality hey. says I think last night actually makes perfect sense. Charlotte and Becky are becoming friends on camera again. They split a year ago, and Sunday and Charlotte almost came back to help her. She lingered on the ramp.
1: No, I don't nah. think they're becoming friends.
3: That, it, was... I like how they always eternally feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin says, "Can't wait to see Pyroless Goldberg entrance." <laughs> he got Pyro. Yeah, didn't
2: no, they'll, not... they'll splash out for Pyro oh, with yeah. Goldberg, but yeah, but he they... didn't, was... yeah, yeah, he, but he he
3: didn't, didn't get any, any, entrance. he didn't get any entrance, no. but. Um Flame Inc. Live says Joe Hendry finally debuted on WrestleTalk. Is he the sanity hash slash emelina of WrestleTalk? Only took him a year or two to show up after he was announced. Well Come in soon. Yeah. Hey, soon is soon. Come in soon. Hey, a Lannister always pays his debts. <laughs> <nuts>. Yeah. This <laughs> guy. Uh Marcus Roman says Goldberg better be in shape this time. What do? It wasn't he really
1: was bad. in shape he, last, he last time. He just
2: yeah. got knocked out. It's because it was in Saudi Arabia and it was like 40 oh million God, degrees. He, yeah. So and he is, is 52. So, yeah, so it's it's hard to do. Yeah.
3: Uh, he looked in great physical shape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tomo says, I'm planning on coming to England around this time <gasps> next year. Tomo? Hopefully I can meet you guys when that time comes. Oh Tomo. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah come to London. Mm. Uh Tanisterica says, I'm hyped for SummerSlam mm. minus the Dolph. B.S. Baboon sick. Um, I still hope Brock wins. I love his run. Bray is still the best thing in wrestling. Did you all let Bray in? He des- He deserves literally everything. Much love. Yeah.
2: Does deserve a lot. Well, he yeah. was. He is
1: the most exciting thing in WWE at the moment. I'm looking forward to sure. an actual storyline for
2: him. As much as I like to nitpick, I am I, I am actually quite excited for SummerSlam. There's quite a few matches
3: where I'm like, you know what, that could be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas the Choo Choo simply says, "Big Willie." Uh, J- Chuck Higgs Jones says, "What do you think about a possible Cesaro versus Seth feud?" Great work, guys. Much love from Ohio.
2: Yeah, I'd be into. I mean, if it's for the Universal Title, yeah, I want to see Cesaro do something like that.
1: Yeah. I think that's way above where Cesaro is.
2: At the minute, yeah. Yeah.
1: But he's never been, you know, even in Ring of Honor or other places. Like, he, he's a great top mid-carder for the Intercontinental title or United States title.
2: I think he would be very good as, like, top mid-carder doing mid mid-card title stuff who occasionally can flit into the main event yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. picture and flit back out. So I don't think I want to see him win the title, but to have, like, a, like a one-month feud with Seth, I'd be well into it.
3: At Royal Rumble. Yeah, sure, yeah, why not? Where you can have whatever have opponent anything. you want. yeah. Uh, Dan from Pensacola Florida says Just saying hello guys Can't wait to hang out with you all at SummerSlam Who will be doing the live review Will it be a trio Oh boy I can't wait It's going to be me and Luke Laurie's off on holiday So
1: Mm. yeah Yeah looking forward to the live stream actually We're doing NXT TakeOver as well on Saturday night Yep
3: Who's doing that one? Me and Luke as well. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. All weekend. Um, Sidesh Mirjankar says, rather than have the Mandible Claw as a finish, I'd have the Fiend deliver the legend's own finisher on them, like Mandible Claw on Foley, Ankle Lock on Angle, etc.
2: might get a bit bad when he's facing Finn Balor at SummerSlam, though. Can't really see him doing a coup de gras Oh, that to would Balor. so yeah. much. Yeah. Plus he's...
1: It just... I don't think that that's not his character. No. His character
3: isn't stealing other people's moves. It's do creepy. Do you wear the mask when he wrestles? I don't, I don't know. know actually. Um, Miguel Eight A says, "When are they going to have Black Mass versus Kinshasa?" Oh, hopefully Ooh, eventually. be a good
1: one. That is tasty.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah. I see title for you, just please. Probably can do it now. To be honest, uh, Mike Martin the Second says they told us the team name last week. It's the Samoan Summit.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, they totally and they rightfully that. scrap that segment. <laughs> <with> Cedric <laughs> Alexander jumping off the Titantron. Yeah, uh, Stephen Superclick McAllister comes in with our last one. Say, how come Brock didn't have personalised nameplates on the Universal title? Probably doesn't care. I didn't know yeah. this. That no, not at all. Uh, but he's as he had them before.
2: I feel maybe the first time you won it or second time you won it. There's usually maybe.
1: there's not one belt. They'll have a bunch of belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe you just picked up the wrong one I mean, or didn't turn up with it. And they were like, oh, we've got this one. Yeah,
2: we've got a replica. Mm. There you go. And there was one in the 2K20 trailer. That's an oh. Easter egg, which you should watch Screen Stalker video from later today, where I go through all the Easter eggs from the WWE 2K20 trailer that dropped yesterday. Including yeah. Housemate Simon's cameo. Including Housemate Simon. He's in the trailer, if you didn't yeah. know. So we didn't actually say oh by the
1: way, Luke isn't here. We just went straight into chho chopper Pete Quinnell. Yeah. Okay, so that so Luke isn't here today. <laughs> this is probably an hour and a half after you started listening to it. But just in case you haven't noticed, mm. that's Pete Quinnell's voice. It's
2: easy to get confused yeah. between the two of us.
1: And he usually amasses all the emails and does the pod poll stuff. And we will have the results of the pod poll, whether to leave Super Chats in or not to the podcasts. Spoiler, they're staying in. Mm -hmm. It's quite a landslide. Yeah. So apologies to those people who who don't like them. But this whole debate has made another thing happen, Mm -hmm. which is criticism of just the, the one minute of iTunes reviews that I have started doing at the end of episodes.
2: I love iTunes reviews. I don't think you've done them since I've started working here. But no. But as a fan, when I was listening before, I really enjoyed the iTunes reviews. They were fun. Yeah, and it's a really important
1: way of building the podcast because that the more five-star reviews that a podcast gets, the higher up it goes in its respective category on the mm-hmm. iTunes podcast charts. Yeah. Along with downloads and all these other bits that iTunes won't really release the information for. So I maybe didn't react to the criticism very maturely, mm-hmm. and I read out on purpose a very long, <laughs> emoji-filled review on Saturday's show. Okay. And I think I've won people over. Okay. Because Bryn Taylor has emailed in and said, just when I thought you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> that's, that's from Harry Dunn, apparently a quote from 1994, is Dumb and Dumber? Who are the characters, yep, that's uh, a quote from Dumb and Dumber. Cool, I'm sure
2: Luke would appreciate that more than us.
1: Ollie, that last iTunes review you read out on the Saturday show outro was pure mastery. That's right, I'm reading a review of an iTunes review.
2: Wait, wow, okay. Not so
1: much the content of the review, it was fine, but your delivery was flawless, it was like Dean Ambrose with a Vince McMahon scripted promo. Good S word. Mm -hmm. I would even contest that it is up there with some of your best ever promo work. I'm talking Pornhub Poetry Corner.
2: Ah, I was just about to bring that up. (laughs) Genuinely, I've never... I was on a public... I was on a bus Mm. when I heard that podcast. It was so hard for me not (laughs) to laugh when I was surrounded by people. It's genuinely one of the hardest times I've wanted wanted to laugh so hard and couldn't.
1: I think I've sworn a handful of times Mm -hmm. in my four or five years on WrestleTalk. Yeah. And I over-quadrupled that <laughs> in one podcast outro with that poet. It was amazing. Uh, in fact, your delivery made me believe. So much so that I went into the iTunes to seek out the review in order to find out how obscure these flags were that had stumped you. So a lot of the emojis of the flags... Uh, sorry, a lot of the emojis in the review were random flags mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Okay. So I just said... Random flag emoji I don't know Random flag
2: emoji I don't know (coughs) Can I see them? Because I I would like to test my knowledge Well now I've got the
1: Now I've got what they were Oh that's unfortunate So uh, but thanks very much to Brim Mm -hmm. He is. He's labelled them all out So for the purpose of Saturday's review Yeah Tonga flag emoji Trinidad and Tobago Flag emoji Uruguay flag emoji. I would have known that one. Which I'd incorrectly said as Greece.
2: Oh come on now. They're not even close to being the
1: same. And Bryn says in quotes, Welcome to the Silverdome Brothers (laughs) Next to that one. That's good. Venezuela flag emoji. Thailand flag emoji. Tanzania flag emoji. (laughs) Tanzania flag emoji. USA flag emoji. Wait. I'm pretty sure I got that one. Yeah. Thailand flag emoji. Again, okay. Thailand flag emoji. (laughs) Thailand flag emoji, <laughs> Thailand flag emoji, Scotland flag emoji. Pretty sure I got that one. Yeah. Thailand flag emoji, Uganda flag emoji. Get this. US Virgin Islands flag emoji, mm-hmm. Tanzania flag emoji. Very good. He
2: likes flags. He does like flags. So,
1: yeah, there it is. For everyone who loves the iTunes reviews. Yeah,
2: which is everyone.
1: Yeah. that That's... Thanks, thanks, thanks for, thanks for the thing, Brent. <laughs> thanks for the flags. I've got another iTunes review here. You know, ooh, spicy. <laughs> what have we got? EC2 writes, "Lovely time with the boys." Mm-hmm. This podcast is one of the few that I listen to, and I love it. It is absolutely wonderful. So a lot of these words are written with. Alternating uppercase and lowercase letters. Oh my god, yeah, okay. In the style of the SpongeBob. The SpongeBob meme, yeah, 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 yeah. I listen nearly every day during whatever. It is truly amazing, and I hope WrestleTalk does nothing but grow in success and popularity. Please continue your consistent consistency with being consistent. They thought they could stop the reviews. Ha ha ha! (laughs) Wrong! Those utter fools! The foolish of the bamboozled! XOXO! Smiley face emoji. Smiley face emoji. Smiley face emoji, smiley face emoji, crying with laughter face emoji, slightly confused emoji, bamboozled emoji, emoji wearing a cowboy top hat, emoji with a tongue sticking out of a smiling face, Samoa Joe phone me emoji, the letter B emoji, Samoa Joe phone me emoji, United States emoji, flag. Oh no, now we're in flag territory again. (laughs)
2: Uh, uh, Show that? me it I'm what's sure I can, get it. I, bet I can get it Chile
1: Chile flag emoji Spain flag emoji yeah, that's Slovenia. South I'm Korea flag enough. emoji Chinese flag emoji And then flag of the UK emoji Written out <laughs> right. in text It's not actually emoji Yeah so Great. thank you I mean I hope everyone likes The, the iTunes reviews now Oh yeah yeah,
2: I, I mean, if that didn't sell you, I don't know what will. Yeah,
1: like the the, the aim is to just sort of beat people into submission. This is my version <laughs> of Natalia and Becky Lynch's submission match at SummerSlam. Heyo! Oh, actually, go if if you're still listening and the iTunes reviews haven't put you off, and you're not a pledge hammer go over to our Patreon page. Because Season 2 comes to a head of Wrestle League this weekend with SummerSlam. We've got the NXT TakeOver predictions. They're already up to for people to make their picks on. And then s- Season 3 will begin with SummerSlam.
2: Yeah, so even though it will be the culmination of Season 2 and the start of Season 3, so it's not like you can just whiff it on SummerSlam if you're not in contention for Season 2. You can't just not do SummerSlam, right? Because that's going to affect your score for season three. So you still got to do it right.
1: So I'm looking at the season two overall leaderboard because, of course, the person out of us in the office who has the least amount of points, which has been going since WrestleMania. Mm. This is a long time. And me and Luke lost the first round. Let's see. Uh, So Andy Datsun is on top of everyone with 80 points. Absurd. Then the next person in there is me. So, of course, there's also fans in between. us. Mm-hmm. But I'm sixth with 74 points. Mm-hmm. Then we've got... Oh, I have to go a long way down. Control effort. <laughs> to find Laurie. 11th. Yeah. With 69 points. Nice. Luke Owen, 15th with 65 points. Oof. He's come back. Oh, my God, Pete. Oh, so you're just above Luke with 66. (laughs) It's too close. I don't like it. He's in 14th. You're in 14th. He's in 15th. We're literally
2: one point apart. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. You've got
1: NXT TakeOver and about 16 matches on SummerSlam.
2: People will see in the predictions video later this week. I've been predicting something since before TakeOver 25. I'm sticking with it for TakeOver Toronto. And I will will get all my matches right for TakeOver. So if you have to
1: do a... Music, video, mm-hmm. cover punishment. Yeah. Is there any particular one you would like to do?
2: Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to say it because I won't get to do it. Because if I say that I want to do it, then people won't vote for it. Is it a
1: wrestling theme? Yes. There's two. hummerbird
2: No, absolutely not. Oh, because then I won't get to do it.
1: Well, there's no way I'm losing. Yeah, so I know. You're, you're clear. You're I'm, I'm well I'm clear, clear well at the top. Yeah. So I'll say... I want you to. What would be funny for Chopper Peak when I was to do?
2: Okay, fine. I'll just say it. I wanted to do the Doctor of Thugonomics by Ooh. John Cena because I think that would be hilarious. Because I would totally like do the full dress up for it yeah. and everything. And that's just the opposite of what I do, which is fun. Did do so, do you,
3: did you do to learn Hindi? Mm.
1: Mm.
2: Maybe not. <laughs> Don't dress up for that one. That could be offensive. No. Yeah. No. I won't do that.
1: Well, that's all we've got time for on today's show. Luke will be back tomorrow uh, with me, talking SmackDown, and presumably we'll find out who could possibly be attacking Roman Reigns. Ideally, we'll find out. we found out who could possibly be uh, facing Dolph Ziggler Mm -hmm. at SummerSlam. It's a leaky ship over at WWE, as usual. A little bit. Uh,
2: But please also
1: do leave an iTunes review, and we'll try and read it out, especially if it's got loads of emojis. Uh... Um, I love you. Go to Patreon. Go to Patreon, Goodbye. Go to go Patreon. To Patreon Come for the Wrestle League, for Wrestle League stuff as well. Yeah, and then Luke usually says, "I love you." Goodbye. Goodbye.